What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nikki. Hello. <laughs> such a delay. Such a delay. Yeah, I heard, I heard. you know, when you pause, it's more dramatic, so. Yeah. yeah. How you been, man? Good night. Yeah. I had the weirdest conversation with my, the CF, the CFO? The, no, the one of the directors of finance, I guess, or the directors of accounting. This very odd conversation. So you had, a, you had a conversation with an accountant? Pretty much. Okay. So um, <laughs> I was outside. Leave. I was leaving, and I had me and my co- a couple of my coworkers were just you know, distressing from work and just, just shooting the shit, just talking, whatever. Whatever, he comes over, and he was like, hey, what are you guys doing? He was like, oh, we're just distressing, and we were just talking about how – how the uh area is it's not the greatest area but it's that has because it's oakridge yes oakridge has some questionable parts and we were talking about um it came into the conversation of the sex workers on on obt and i was like hey i'm like i'm and and this is a genuine question i was like do you ever think if they don't like have 401k or if their pimps have them like as a tax deductible he just looks at me he's like what i'm like yeah like seriously like do you think he has like are they are those considered depreciating assets because you know they make the money but you know they also get older and you just they have to run the risk because you mean they might stop at any point so (laughs) i'm 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 assuming this person holds a position in your company he's the director of of accounting so the impression you're wanting him to have of you is that you spend large amounts of time thinking about the li- like livelihood of prostitutes? Uh, more of the pimp side. It was more of the that pimp side. That doesn't make it any better. Yeah, because I was like, oh, what do they do? Because for- that, that now it's just instead of your, your weirdly fascination over, you know, escorts or, or you know, streetwalkers, <laughs> whatever you want to call them, you're over here considering the ramifications <laughs> of taking that, becoming that, taking that line of work for yourself <laughs> at this point. <laughs> But he, here's the best part because he was joking around with it. Though. Yeah, okay. he was he he was like, oh yeah, and I'm like, what about tax breaks? What can I? He was like, oh, like laundry service. I'm like, exactly, like sheets and everything. Like we, I went into depth with it, and he's like, okay. It was like interesting conversation. I'm like, thank you. Have a good. I'm like, this is just random thoughts that I have. Funny thing is, what about if, what about if they just just like. <laughs> said that this is you know their form of uh, of religious praise oh can they get tax deduction as a church they, if <laughs> it, wait i think if you set it up as one and then i guess i don't know if it's because you don't know how many followers they have well you just have to create a, a religious doctrine that they would follow yeah or they would it would hold up to and then just apply for that kind of, I don't know. It just, you know, what's really funny is that you asked that question in my head. I'm like, my answer when you asked that initial question was not in, or not in Florida, but I know I'm like in maybe, Texas, Texas, I think it's Vegas. I think they're, they, it's, it's basically not, if you're walking the street, probably, walking the street, you're probably not going to get any kind of, 401k but if you work in a cat house maybe i don't know <laughs> it's 
I, I, I was, he was like, so do you want to join the, the general ledgers team or something? This is always, I'm like, these are just random thoughts that I have throughout the day. I'm like, I just read, I'm like, we we're talking about that. And I'm like, Hey, randomly, like another one was today, actually today it wasn't with him it was with my, with my coworkers. Let me know what you think. So I was, um, listening to an audiobook, and I think it was called red rising. And he was talking about, um, going to outer space and I, and, and I don't know if I heard him right, but he was saying that, um, or I didn't even know it was from that audiobook, but it was saying that like they wear spacesuits, and then like they have to shit and piss in their spacesuits because they can't go anywhere. So I'm like, wow, how would that smell if you're there for hours? It's like, like if you're in an excursion, you're like, oh, you're out for four or five hours, and the first ten minutes you take a shit and you shit on yourself. I know they have like those absorbent diapers that just just hold everything together in. But that smell that you have to stay with you, hanging out with you for the next like four hours. <laughs> okay. All right. Explain the question one last time. So, no, no. My thought process is like, how would somebody be able to hold that smell if they shit themselves in the spacesuit? You or, do know that astronauts reuse their piss for water, right? Yeah, but I, I know that. I'm so just saying, is that shit. I would have, I, I know, but that's what I'm saying is like, I guess when you get to that level of commitment, I don't think the smell of shit is going to bother you that much. Uh, and it might be sectioned off where maybe you don't, maybe you just don't. Uh, in your suit, though. I, I know, you, but you're, you know you're, if you're in the space station, you they, yeah, but they what have about their own it, bathroom. Yeah, but what about if you're like wearing kind of like rubberish style pants or something? Just like your, your, your body parts are sectioned off a little bit as far as odor is concerned. Like almost like a, like a wetsuit. Like a, like a like a scuba like, yeah. suit, like everything's like rubber like, tight. Yeah, like so, imagine scuba su- a scuba suit with like a pouch in the butthole. <laughs> I don't know. Expandable pouch. I'm just I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what the the weirdest thing I just had a or weird, or okay. even or even mm. let's say if I don't know if they have a fan to keep you cool, but what happens if you start sweating and that sweat gets into your eye and you know how that shit burns, but you can't wipe it off. That's another. Yeah, but your suit is temperature controlled, isn't it? I don't. I would imagine you would not want to be in the temperature that exists in space. So I, I would imagine your suit is like temperature controlled. I don't know. (laughs) I've never been in space. I don't know what to tell you. Also, a spacewalk is like more really specific. I don't think they would ever allocate. I don't know how much time they would allocate for somebody to be there at one given time. Uh Ah, see. I don't know, but I guess we'll get NASA on the next episode. See, but now you propose another, you propose a general question that just kind of made me think. What? And this is stupid. I know this is stupid. I'm acknowledging <laughs> this is stupid. But like, is, like, if you consider, okay, so if you take all sex work, right? Like you take, like. Oh, like, we're going back to sex work? Yeah, yeah. All right, right. You take all sex work, but you, yes. you compare it to, let's say the world of acting, right? Yes. Let's say if you were to try to put that to the same kind of level. Yes. So, you know, obviously if you are a if you are a porn actress or a porn actor, that's like the big is you're you know, you're making, you know, movies. Yes. Is street walking considered like local theaters? <laughs> like previews? Like, you know, like I'm just, you know, doing a, sh- a performance in the local in the local, you know, community theater thing. I don't know. <laughs> you made me think it's, like this random stuff is popping in my head now. <laughs> so, so, so local set workers are could do local theater. Oh no, no, I'm not saying that they are or they aren't. I'm just saying is that 
if we were going to compare the two worlds yeah. and compare them to each other in a sense, like put the same levels. So, you know, if being in a, in a, in a pornographic movie was like the highest level, like being in a movie, like a Marvel movie or something would being a streetwalker that way you asked the questions early, would that be considered being, you know, working local theaters <laughs> like working like community theaters? <laughs> I, I, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the most part, nothing gets filmed. You know, everybody's local. I don't know, man. <laughs> you propose the questions, man. I just keep on going with them. No, I know. I, I, the degrees of level of. Yeah, wow. don't go. For, don't, don't don't try to overthink it. Yeah, I'm not. I just thought I, it was a funny reference. Yes, yes. All right, all right. <laughs> let's, let's get into some topics. <laughs> so, uh, Justin, no, actually, Jonathan Lev- Levine. Which is the director of uh, Warm Bodies, okay, and The Long Shot with uh, it was with uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Seth Rogen, okay. You remember that was like the most recent project he's had. He has been picked to uh, create the sequel of Dirty Dancing with uh, with having Jennifer Grey reprising her role from the original movie. So the person that right at this moment is synonymous with making romantic comedies of highly unlikely partners, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Obviously, warm bodies being a zombie and a human. Yeah. And then you long have Charlize Theron with Seth Rogen. Another long shot. Another like yeah, highly unlikely relationship. Yeah. Wants to do Dirty Dancing, like the original Dirty Dancing, or yes. Havana Nights Dirty Dancing. Havana Nights was a prequel. To, was it? Yeah, it was. I never watched it. I I, I was doing my research because I was like, wait, I remember they came out with one, and wasn't it with a uh, uh, Luna, uh, Diego Luna? I think it was in it. I think so. And uh, yeah, so that was apparently the prequel to Dirty Dancing. And it had Patrick Swayze. And it had like a Patrick Swayze. He had like a just a cameo in it. So this this is before he went to the country club and started teaching La Bamba to these people. What I want to know is to this day, like I really want to know how old were not even how actually old they were. How old were they supposed to be in the movie? She Dirt, was, the original Dirty, Dirty Dancing. How old were they she, supposed to be in the movie? I think she was eighteen or like seventeen. She was she was young, and then I guess he was the rugged like experience it's, yeah so i would say i would say they wouldn't have put him around at that time during those movies i would say that they would have wanted to place him around 27 like mid to mid to like close so like to early like, 30s like mid like, to late, late 20s, 20s or early 30s. not even early th- i don't think they would touch 30s because i think they would if anything they would want to keep them within a 10 year gap if that i just think it's like it's it's a great movie. Obviously, everybody loves it. It's a classic. But in my head, I'm like, I always thought that way. Because Family Guy made fun of that one time. And I'm like, wait, were they really like that big a difference in age? Or They were in the movie. And, in, in actuality, they were. I think she was like 21 and he was like 40 or something like that. Damn. I think. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. But I think they were further apart in age and, and real life than they were in the, in the movie. I just think it's crazy. But like, now, now we're getting a part two. Let's see. I don't know what she's gonna do. Because not only, I mean, not, the dating is is bad enough, right? But then, the whole premise, I mean, to a certain degree, is that this older gentleman is helping this young adolescent girl get defy of, her parents. Well, get out of her box. No, but also defy her parents. 
Yeah, but he wasn't he wasn't doing that because of her parents. No, baby, nobody puts baby in a corner. Yeah, but that was because he, she he was getting out of her shell. He was getting her out of her shell. Yeah, but again. But but the premise was I don't think the premise if I remember correctly, the premise was like, yo, your parents eating shit. It's more like you want to do this, let's do this. No, 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 and I get that, but I'm just saying is like that just seems like you're just uh adding fuel to the fire. Like it, what you're doing is not right. So all of a sudden now you want to piss off the parents who have the ability to send you ass to jail? Yes. I just, I want to see how they remake that. Or you said they're going to remake? Re- no, sequel. Sequel. They're gonna, a continuation, even though now that Patrick Swayze is gone, I don't know how they're going to put his story into it. I'm just wondering if there's a dance oh now that, that would kind of follow that suit. Like what, what kind of dancing right now, they can they, like bachata? Sensual bachata. Sensual bachata. Which they, they go, she goes to Dominican Republic as a family what? retreat. As a family retreat. And then she finds like they're doing this crazy sensual bachata where their pelvises yeah. never move. Yes. From each other. Like Dominicans. Yeah. I would love it. That was right there. No, because I mean that's right. Sensual yeah. bachata is somewhat like I don't know. It's, I want to say it's modern, but as far as the way that they are it's, it's, promoting it more lately, it's Central Bachata has been out for I want to say like eight years, maybe like. Man, for, bachata has always had no. Bachata has been here for years, but there's been very de- variations of it. That's but now it's in the last bachata. ten years, they've been like people that do more acrobatics with it, more like footwork and and Central Bachata, which originated from I think some guy from I think from Orlando too that he he started. Promoting it more, and that and that was his his uh, signature name, and now people call it by that, like Central Bachata. So I think that would be cool to be like, just she goes to. So then how? So then that would be funny because then she would be like, oh, we didn't dance like that, you know, in my age when I was. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. it actually would be funny, yeah, where or like she was more promoting like, it, but like the dad the are taking classes on merengue, salsa, bachata, and then like. And they just do dance no bachata, and then like, oh, but you know, we kind of do it differently. What do you mean? Isn't bachata bachata? Like, no, 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 we do it. And then sees the whole world, this whole dangerous world of of sensual bachata, and a bunch of Dominicans like over here, you know, oh drinking presidentes. And I want that. I want uh, Mero to be in it if they put it. Oh my god! Yes. He is he? Be, it's funny because is he if, like if the? Is, uh, I feel like he's it's becoming a Showtime the Dominican. show that we watch. Is, this is a Mero. Go watch them. They're funny as fuck. No, but is he becoming like the 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 the, the Dominican represent the representative like now? Because he was in that one movie with uh, was it uh, Vampires versus the Bronx? Yes. And majority, of, like a lot of the people there were Dominican. So yeah, <laughs> uh, it'd be funny. He's our. He's our. He's our mouthpiece. He's our Dominican mouthpiece. Yes, he. What is it? The our, our not token Dominican, but he's yeah. our, <laughs> our spokesperson, a a Dominican spokesperson, pretty much. Yeah, that they use there him. You go. Um, that'd be interesting. I mean, also, you know, what it is is the like I'm waiting because obviously they were exploring the different cultures with all these different movies that are coming out. Um, and Canto was what was Colombian. Colombian. Yeah. So it would be interesting to explore Dominican Republic in yeah, v- like, uh, more There's one way. called Vivo or Viva mm. in Netflix, which is a uh, Cuban. Okay. Which was it was a cool it was a cute movie. It was uh, it was nice. Yeah. But yeah, so I think I think if they're gonna, cause I if they're gonna go a sequel and they're gonna do dancing, 
it has to be something exotic and something that is very promiscu- promiscuous that enough to for parents to be like, no, you shouldn't do that. That's not you. Also, it. there's parts of the Dominican Republic that are still kind of rural looking. Yeah. So I, I would imagine in the film it would be beautiful. Like it would- Just put a go to resort. Uh, go to one of the resorts. And that would be the thing because they... I think they had a country club, so they were members, yeah. and so they were like elitist at that point. Yeah. So this one is like the she's like not doing that. She's like, oh, let's go to this Dominican Republic. But I can see that you stay in one of the, like the high end resorts. Yes. Right. Exactly. And then they take them out to the streets, and, and then she, like- and she learns. Because I don't know, I don't know if it would be. It w- I think it would be more receptive or accepting if. If like if they had a son that got into it, mm-hmm. and he met a girl, and they did that, then you, the dad and the mom are like, "Oh, you met a girl." But if, I guess if it's the daughters, and I don't know why they feel like a parental protection, they'd be like, "No, you can't. That's so. That's for roughnecks." Type. You understand? I can what? see it the other way around, though. Still, like, yeah. or think, or think, they could do. Think about it. Like, if your if your kid is young, or whatever, and you're in the American public, and you know. The resort is is beautiful and safe, but then you get worried when they start leaving the resort to go do things. Or even they even could do the whole, even um, primarily like LGBTQ. That could be so one. It could be. The only thing is, is that uh, what? Let's say if we do a chat, that what would be the, what would be the representation of the iconic lift scene? The iconic lift scene. Yeah. Would be. Is there a bachata move that you can do that's? That's almost at the same level of the iconic dirty dancing lift scene. That they're a dip, like a back bending dip. Like the whole screen gets dramatic and then there's just like a dip. like she's always trying to dip, but she was like, or he or she tries to dip, but they always fall because they can't hold each other. The weight It's not as dramatic as lifting, but okay. Yeah, I know. It's not at all, unless they're going to use a dip. Or it could do a dip. Instead of a dip, it could be a flip. They could do a flip on bachata. I've seen people do flips and bachata and perform. Seems so on bachata. Yes. <laughs> and it it fucking annoys the fuck out of me sometimes. But <laughs> yes, they could do that. All right. Okay. Let's let's get into another topic. What do you got for we're, we're, And we continue with uh, 80s reboots and reprising, reprising roles or and whatnot. So whatnot. and whatnot. So uh, Quentin Tarantino recently probably like I don't know how far back, but I'll say just recent that he says that he's been interested in a certain franchise that he would want to reboot. And it was Rambo. Wait, I thought his, this is his last movie, no? Yeah. Or oh, he wants to be a producer. He might be one of producer, but he says that it, 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 an interesting um, franchise he would be interested to reprise would be Rambo. From 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 a bunch of articles I read, his name kept coming up, and uh, the the person they were saying that would be best suited to reprise that role would be Dave Bautista. And thinking about that, no, no, no. Dave Bautista as Rambo, like the as original Rambo, reprising the role. He's gonna be Rambo. His name is gonna be Rambo, but they're gonna re. re- Reprise the role as their no, like as reprise as far as making a sequel or reprise like rebooting, like rebooting the se- rebooting the movie. Because I mean, I feel like the original was very different than the other movies after that. Like that, it, the way I remember the original was, uh, there was a, a soul an, an ex soldier with severe PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, 
the other sequels didn't feel like that, but it felt like. Yeah. But obviously the original was that's like that could be great as a very good action, but almost really really intense dramatic you know psychological scenes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you won't want to put an actor because even then Stallone wasn't that big in that first role. I believe. No, he wasn't. He was he was like Rocky size. So that's what I'm saying. So if you're telling me Batista, and I don't get me wrong, I know Batista takes acting very seriously. So I would give him the credit that he would try to perform very well. What I'm saying is, if you're picking him automatically, I feel like they just want to go for a straight up action film. Yeah. So they, like, if they're gonna if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do how the '80s were intended. They're just straight action. See, but that that I don't know. I feel like it, it should they should leave it for somebody who. I don't know, just somebody with a little bit more, like, I've, I feel like, it, I guess it gives me the intention of what they're going to come out with. It would be interesting, again, if it came out with more action, that's fine, but with a dramatic appeal to show, you know, the severity of PTSD. Yeah. But by choosing Batista, and I'm not, again, I'm not discrediting Batista, but I feel like by choosing Batista, they were going for some, the, the straight up popcorn action flick as opposed to trying to make a a good psychological you know, movie with the action in it. Like, I don't know. I'm not trying to like. I'm right now. I'm like blanking on who I would pick for that kind of action role, but with good psychological acting in it. But I don't know. I like maybe uh, um um the guy who played uh, uh oh why am I blank? I hate when I blank. Go. I got you. What are you um, thinking? Adam Driver. No. Why not? He's an ex-military. I don't know. He's a, he's got the size. He can do the acting and he can do the action. Uh, I'm so, I'm not sold on Adam Driver. See, but that's like eh, because that's something like I, I feel like everybody wants the '80s action as opposed to trying to. That's make what I want. I want I want '80s action. I want I want '80s straight up cheesy action. So you want when Army it comes to Ram- when it comes to Rambo. When it comes to Rambo, I want cheesy '80s action. Because if you think Rocky, you got the more of well, an emotional. Okay, when you say okay, but Rambo. A reboot. They're making a Rambo. I feel like reboot. if I hear Rambo, I'm thinking about the original, um, as opposed to all the sequels because the sequels were straight up just shoot 'em ups. Yeah, even the even the first one was. Yeah, but the first one felt like it was at least a little bit had a little bit of psychological issues. No, too. they no? they touched on it. They barely brushed the surface on it. Mm-hmm. You you understood it because the the circumstances he was put through. You understand like oh wow he has a lot of PTSD because of it. But they didn't. It wasn't a story driven movie. It was all action. I know, but I guess what I'm saying is that now, back then, it was more just they were kind of educating people. They didn't really know as much as probably what we know now. I don't know. Yeah, I, but no, I feel like course. they do that now. It would have to be done with a little bit more. If they're gonna do that, do that with another movie. No, I'm saying, but I feel like they're gonna do if if they touch on the original topic of his PTSD, PTSD, that sensitive issue. So if they don't, yeah. do, they don't take that sensitivity into consideration now, because back then they could just do that and it was just an action movie. Yeah, but now if you do that, you're gonna have to show a little bit of respect of that kind of the people that go through it. Of course, yeah, because I, I, so I, I understand a hundred and ten, hundred and ten percent. I fucking agree with you. Yeah, the thing with that is that if they're gonna do that and touch on that subject, it's not something that you're gonna have to take lightly. So you, I would rather to give that respect and that kind of conversation mm-hmm. to a whole entire different movie, but not reboot Rambo, where you think is all just a hundred percent like. Expandables, pretty much, just with a different <laughs> a different actor, and just let it go with that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I guess that's what it is like now. Like if you put that movie out there, 
The thing is, can they make that movie that way? Because doesn't Stallone own the right the rights to Rambo? Uh, I don't think so. If he does, he's in the producer. Oh, okay, but I'm saying like because because there's already in talks of produ- re- rebooting and reprising that role. No, because like Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger could have just made the movie without him being in it. You know, like he's because I know he to some degree I think he owns the rights to Terminator. Mm-hmm. But like it would have been interesting for him not to keep on reprising the role of Terminator. Just like I'm telling you right now to this day, I really wished it was something where he came out with his human self that was modeled after. Like they just announced like they, you know, like basically they found the human version of what all the Terminators were, were modeled after. Yeah. But anyways, um, no, I mean, let's see what it comes out with. I just I guess I felt like I, I wanted more. You wanted more? Yes. Yeah. I always want more. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> All right, talking about another sequel. Uh, what we're getting uh, is Sam Raimi. Now that he finished, um, Doctor Strange Two: Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. he announced that he's back into writing the sequel to the new Darkman or Darkman sequel. He says that he was already halfway through the writing. Um, I don't think they have a production company that's going to be doing it so far. But they, he, he is in the process of writing and getting that produced. And you know what's crazy is Darkman, for me, was at the same level of, like, RoboCop. Like, I don't know why. I remember the, like, I, I feel like I remember them similarly. Well, they both came out in the 90s. Yeah, but they also, like, felt like the way they were filmed and kind of, like, I mean, they obviously have completely different stories, but I'm just saying they felt very similar in the way the styles and the movies they were. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I'm trying to think. How, I'm trying to wrap my head about a new version of that or a new edition of that because. Hey, I mean, if they, re- if they bring back Liam Nielsen, that'd be awesome. <laughs> as the original character, or yeah, as, like a as, as the original character. Nah. It's a sequel. I know it's a sequel, but like I don't know. Like I mean, he's up there. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. He's still doing action movies, but. I mean, but you know the premise of the sh- the movie, right? Yeah, it's isn't it like a doctor that was like beaten up and left scarred and well, it was a scientist, yes. maybe a doctor, but he was definitely somebody who created fake skin. Yes. Right? That was like his thing. He was making this fake skin. So the explosion whatever happened to him gave him like super strength or like the inability to feel pain or whatever, and he would use his fake skin to create uh, molds and masks of other people's faces so he can infiltrate different things. Yeah. Unfortunately, the skin that he created only had a limited time. So, like, yeah. he would infiltrate, like, specific gangs of like that for, like, a short amount of time before, you know, his skin would start to melt off. Melt off. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I know, but I'm just thinking about, like, right now, that kind of technology, not that it exists, but it just feels like it's a, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a slightly flimsy premise. Unless they anchor it more, give it more depth. Let's see. Because they, they did, they had a because he was a, he did the story for it too. So did they come out with comic books off of it? I think they I came out. Like they did. They I think come they, out with comic books. For I, I think they did a series after it. But I know he had part. They did two, three. But I don't know how much of it. If this is going to be like one of those movies that comes as a sequel. To the first one and continuation, because I remember the third one. It was like, yeah, it was the third one was bad. I remember, 
The second one, I, I vaguely remember, but I remember the last one was used. They were not really A-plus movies. I mean, they were They weren't. Fun. They were great B-movies. That's what it is. They were yeah. great B-movies. It's like whatever happened with, oh, but they were rebooting or remaking that one movie, and I still haven't heard anything about it, uh, Toxic Avenger. Oh, with, um, what's his name? Uh, Peter Dinklage. Which I'm surprised. Like, he seems like somebody who is a very more, like, a serious actor, like a worldly style actor. Like I don't, I wouldn't put a, a comedy past him, but I find it weird that he would want to do that one. Yeah. Hmm. So Dark Man, Dark Man sequel with Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi rewriting or oh, writing the the script for it, the treatment. Interesting though. Then it'll just be more like kind of like overall fun, I guess. Yeah, I I I like where he's going with his movies. Because you you have you always have that Sam Raimi treatment, you're like oh it, it feels like a Sam Raimi movie. It's and always it's kind of like um, it's I feel like Sam Raimi is like it like Spielberg without the the over the top of it. Like it's like they they I feel the same way when I watch because when I watch a Spielberg movie I feel great I feel but it feels like epic it feels like this ridiculous yeah. thing whatever. Um, but then with Sam Raimi it's just memorable yeah like it's not it's not less it's actually just more it feels more fun and memorable yes then like a, then an epic ride that you get from usually steel steel movies yeah, it's been a while though since steel i felt that but like you know steven spielberg like i don't know i feel like i feel like sam raimi is taking over that kind of role now like he's making the more memorable movies than spielberg is well yeah because i guess spielberg is more selective on his role because he'll do like one movie every like few few years, mm-hmm. three four years. Sam Raimi did what was it? He did Doctor Strange, and then he just didn't he just finish off? No, that was John Watts mm-hmm. that did um that did uh, No Way Home. But what was the other movie? Also, that I like is that Sam Raimi is not pigeonholed to like like he he does silly, he does horror, he does like you know he just. He does all different types of movies. Like I like that. Like Spielberg always he does. He did Oz, the Great and Powerful too. The Great and Powerful also. He's a very eclectic director. Yes, he is. All right, last topic before we get to talk about some trailers is um, Moonlight writer uh, Jeremy Slater. He's a showrunner. He says that he's in discussions about the Mortal Kombat reboot sequel. <laughs> that their their script is shaping up. Uh, okay. So the the talked about what they mentioned in their interview was that they now are looking at it from the way of they're involving the fans of the game because I don't know why you, it felt like you didn't include the fans of the game itself to be like that character don't make any sense. I feel like they tried to pay, like, they feel like, well, if we just match what happens on the screen, we can do whatever we want with the story. Yeah. And even that didn't work. It didn't even look right half the time. Like, everybody praised the first five minutes of the movie, and now after that, it was just kind of ridiculous. Like a shit show. Yeah. You can say it. But, and it's funny because people, I feel like now, even now, people see the original a little bit more favorable. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This, the Annihilation? No, 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 the original, original. Oh, the original. Because Mortal it was cheesy, but it was like. And you was cheesy. Kind of. Like, like I think they, if you see the original, they, you know that they, they were trying to make a fun 
action movie based off a video game. This one was trying to give you uh, uh, like emotional ride with the elements of a video game fight. A I video already told game. you, man. The, and uh, we said this before. Let's listen to the recording. Play me back. Make a horror movie of Mortal Kombat. Like, I, I know it's so out the box because it's not going to fit horror movie genres. Yeah. But a fighting movie where if you lose... You actually die. Not just die. You physically get, like, like, like you know... Tortured. Yeah, exactly. Tormented. Dismembered. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, just make that super gross. Yeah, because I think like, in, in that movie, in the, in the original reboot, I don't think there was any... I didn't feel he was ever at risk of dying. Like, you know I mean, like sometimes there's movies that you're like, oh my god, you you kind of don't know where is it going because sometimes you you feel like the director's trying to take you in different directions and storyline. You're like, I don't know if he's gonna make it, maybe, maybe not. But you felt that everybody was safe throughout the whole movie, like the the core cast, like the the what was his name, Jeremy or something like that. I forgot his name. And then his wife and his kid, or his baby mom and his kid. I'm like, they're safe. They're not. Nothing's gonna happen to them. You're going to think that they're at risk or there's a threat to their life or there's an urgency to survive, but there wasn't. I'm just saying, can you imagine watching a movie like, like just watching one fatal kill, like one like fatality, but real life? The fuck? Why? Like real life? Like, <laughs> in real life? No, 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 real life. Like live action, sorry. Oh, live action. I was like, if you see a fatality no. in real life. I'm like, no, but damn, like, like watch a the? watch a live action version. Talk about of a, a horror, a real life horror story. But no, watch a live action version of one of the fatalities. Like that would be horrific. Yeah, it actually it, it it would remind me of like those movies where you see people try to fight Jason. Yeah, for he or something like that. Like they physically try to fight him, and then the minute they, they he fights back, he just get serious. He yeah. destroys them physically speaking. <laughs> and but they sort of show that. But that's what I'm saying. That's the kind of fight scenes I would like to see in Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. So let's see. So, so yeah, so we're getting another reboot sequel of Mortal Kombat. Hopefully, they did mention like I was trying to say it was uh, they did mention that uh, they took into account what fans liked about it, what they didn't like about it, and try to rewrite it and rework it. So when they come out with this one, is better than the original. <laughs> I feel like they tried to do that when they made the last one because I feel like they it looked like they took a bunch of fan notes, but they still kind of did their own thing. So in this one, I don't, I don't see, I don't know. I feel like they're just going to end up doing the same thing where they, it's almost like, oh, I wish I would have seen this. So they put that in the movie, but then they mess up in the story. Yeah. We'll see. True. All right. So let's get into some trailers that came out this week. What trailer you got? Well, the one trailer we saw was when we, when, when we went to go see uh, Dr. Strange 2 was Avatar, the way of the water. I how, long ago does, how long has it, go, how long has it been since Avatar came out? Nine years or something like that. It's like 10 Only years. nine years? I thought it was a bit longer. Maybe it's nine. Been longer. I think nine years, I want to say. I think it was just because it was such a crazy ride when it came out. Uh-huh. That it was like, it felt more, ep- like, I don't know why, it felt like more epic. It came out in 2009. Wow. So, so like, oh, wait, 12 years. 12, 13 years. So this is going to be interesting. I don't know, I'm like... It, this is that was such a huge movie the first time that it's so weird that it took this long to make this part two. Yeah, well, a lot of it was because James Cameron was like, I want to get to the point that the the special effects is beyond where what we were at at that time. 
Okay. Because the special effects he had here at that time was like years ahead of what they had at that time the movie came out. That's what that was the appeal of the movie as well. Yeah. So that's what he wanted. He's like, the next time I want to do, I want to be even further beyond. But has he gotten there? No. The movie doesn't even fucking appeal to me. I'm like, fuck. I'm going to watch it just because I'm like, uh, I've been waiting to see what you're trying to present to me at this point. Now, I'm not excited about watching the movie. That's a, that's a, there's a difference. Like if you see a sequel, even if it's perfect example, perfect mm-hmm. example was, and 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 I always mention this movie to the people is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a sequel. A leg, it's a legacy sequel because you bring new characters back, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I was excited about it because I'm like, yes, it's been. 20 plus we're not counting the 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 all-female cast reboot we're from from the original it's been like 20 plus years and i'm in and i and i looked at and i saw the train i loved it i love what they're trying to trying to do what trying to tell me and i want to see where they go this one i was like all right so we're just doing national geographics so <laughs> like it doesn't appeal to me i'm like i don't think I don't know what more of a threat they're trying to find. I guess they find inhabitants or the others from the Lost. Maybe the show Lost is there, the cast from the Lost. So the thing is, is that the original, it wasn't. I Fern mean, Gully. Uh, <laughs> oh, or Dancing with Wolves. Dancing with Wolves. Yeah. It was, I think what the, I, the what I remember, the, what I remember the most about the movie wasn't the story per se. It was the experience. It was the visuals. No, 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 no. Not the visual, the experience. Mm-hmm. Like when you would go watch it on IMAX with the 3D goggles, it felt like an experience. It felt immersive. Oh, you did three? I didn't do 3D. Yeah, I did 3D. I IMAX hate. Also. I hate. I hate the 3D goggles. Eh. But it felt immersive. Now there's nothing like that being offered. And I remember I told you like this movie's gonna be 3D. I mean, yeah, but it's still like 3D. I think 3D at the time was interesting, but now. Unless it's a new type of 3D, it's not going to be as interesting. Like, like they actually punch you in the face? I don't know. Maybe if I felt people oh my spit, God. <laughs> like they spray I, uh, people with water in the in the theater. Like, oh man, they just hire a whole new cast. Just everywhere that works is like, here, have a spray bottle and just throw this mist on this moment at two minutes. Into well, the, the movie. there is a Disney ride like that. Like Four, a, there's a 4D. Yeah, 4D, yeah. where you feel like the mist. That, and dude, the whole movie's in the water, so that's one. <laughs> You come out the movie theater drenched like yeah. you were just in a tsunami. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> like, all soaked. But what uh, did you think about the trailer, though? What did you really think? It, it it was interesting. I mean, I have questions, but. But did it give you enough excitement? You're like, yes, I want to go watch it. Then you're like, you know, I'm. Then for me, it was like, oh, I'm just I'm going to watch it because it is what it is. But it didn't give me no excitement at all. It just felt super flat for me. I'm like, uh. I'm like, I want to what see what visuals he's going to bring. I'm out more now. curious about what the big bad is, because they didn't really indicate what it was. I no, didn't, because before it was the company. Yeah, but a, now the company's integrated with them. Yeah, they they feel like they got a whole new system working out together. So it's now I'm you're really curious what the well. Okay, the only other thing would be, the only other thing would be that I'm assuming is that they're part of one clan, one tribe, mm-hmm. and. Almost like Moana, they're trying to explore, expand out because. But didn't they, they do that the last movie? Who? He got a hold of the Big Bird, so he can go around to get other tribes to follow him. Into yeah, war. Uh, yeah, but that's only the surrounding tribes. Okay. But they're in a huge planet, so he's not. He went to across, a, like across the planet to go to there. 
So he found the wa- this, this is about him finding water-based tribes, I guess. Oh, not water-based tribe. Maybe because that tree died, so the, another life force. Mm-hmm. So maybe because now they're expanding. Now they're having military equipment. So they're yeah. I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing like more Moana. Like let's research, let's look out, search to see if we could find another place for us to colonize, pretty much to 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 take our way of of life. And what the, happened to Fern Gully too? I've never seen it. <laughs> that would give us an indication. <laughs> no, the obviously the biggest question in the trailer was the human um, person. The, that, yeah. That seemed to be their child. That what well, seems to be some like on their level of like he's part of the tribe. He's running around. He's doing stuff. He seems, you know, just like them as far as their culture. But he's human, human. He's not in an avatar. He's human. But. And the other thing is that at first I thought it would maybe he was a mix between human and 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 uh, I forgot the name of the the species. That, huh? What? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, the, the the I forgot the name of the species they had on the planet, but because he seemed tall for what for being human, considering. Yeah. But then I saw that he was wearing the mask, which means that he can't breathe the air just like humans can't. So he's so, like a hybrid. Well, not I don't know. Full, not full, not full I hybrid. thought he was a hybrid, but he's a daywalker. You would think if he lived <laughs> on that planet, if he was born and raised on that planet, he would be able to breathe the air. Yeah, unless he was the genetically used their DNA to create humans with from them stem cells or their cells. I don't know. And this is just in the first wave of experimentations that they're like, well, we could grow to your height. We could jump like you. We have your your dexterity, but we don't. The only indica- uh, capable thing that we can't do, or inability to do, would be uh, breathe the same air. What What would be really messed up is if you find out that before he got his body transferred over permanently, he was like, "I want to try something." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I let go of my human body, I want to try something. <laughs> <laughs> And then all of a sudden they got a son. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, next movie. Next movie. Yeah, I know, cringy, right? Yes. Uh, the next one is a. This is by Blumhouse, Paramount, Paramount, and Blumhouse making a movie. This one is called Unhuman. Uh, what Nick refers to the the a zombie breakfast club, pretty much. I'm not that I refer to it. It's literally mentioned in the name if you look at it. Because it keeps on saying instead of this is a club you uh, that they wouldn't have for breakfast. Really, club and breakfast. I wonder <laughs> a bunch of teenagers that are very different in in a bus, like a school setting. I'm like, oh yeah, it seems like they're they decided because don't get me wrong. I love when pe- when people go with that because it seems to make good horror movies. Because think about it, um, what was the, the 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 Happy Death Day? That was good. You know, hey, time travel movie and and horror, horror. Movie. yeah. Love or it. freaky, freaky body uh, swapping heart. Body swapping heart. I'm telling you, those are great ideas because that mixture of genres is just comes out pretty funny, pretty good. So this one just seems like now they're just mixing movies instead of genres. <laughs> so what about if we did a Breakfast Club with Walking with Dead zombies? Yeah, like the Walking Dead Breakfast Club. Let's see how it comes. That's out. a shirt. We should do that as a shirt. The but. Walking Dead Breakfast Club. So just have the images of like the, take the original images of the breakfast club of them and turn walking them all on, zombies. On, on walking on the railing, but dancing, but it's all zombies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, I work it. I wear. I wear it. Yes, yes, yes. But it was entertaining. It's fun. It's it's it, 
it's it's typical Blumhouse. You could tell. It's gory and it's and it's gonna be a fun movie. It's no, Paramount. I'm all down. Like I, like I said, I'm a huge horror movie fan. The only thing I think is that this movie is gonna be part of, if I'm not mistaken, Paramount exclusive, meaning that you have to pay a premium to watch it. Oh, so it's gonna be like a premium access. But I'm sure I could rent it either way. Yeah, of course you can rent it. But it's I, I it's interesting when I saw that I'm like, is this? I haven't seen Paramount do this yet. So this is, I guess, I don't know if this is gonna be their. The guinea pig to see how it how it fares. They're trying to do the Disney the Disney thing. Plus, yeah, but because they don't have the the IPs that Disney does, what they could do is come up with original content. So, but if they put it price it fairly, I think it would won't go bad. Like if they were like, oh, instead of like Disney does thirty dollars or twenty five bucks for the movie, they do like you know what, we'll do seven bucks, we'll do eight dollars or like something like an odd number. You know what's funny is that all they really have to do is say. Um, instead of spending twenty dollars to rent it on Amazon Prime, you could spend it. You can spend twenty dollars for one month of this service. So you're like, well, I'm gonna spend the twenty dollars anyways. Might as well sit there and watch the shows and movies that they have on there for twenty bucks. And the thing is, is that usually when you have a recur billing system like that, is yeah, most people might cancel it right off the bat. But this is all people that forget. Yeah. So, so even least, people that least, don't like at the least service, you'll get them for at least two or three months. Yeah. Yeah. Before yeah. they cancel. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so but we'll see. Let's, it looks interesting. Last one, and it's and, and this one's gonna be a good one. And I think this is gonna be a very uh we're sticking with the horror still. And this one is has Christian uh Kristen Stewart and Vigo Mortison. And it's called Crimes of the Future. And it's uh David Cronenberg's movie, and it's all about body horror and d- Synthetic, uh, like a world of synthetic body modification or modifications and dismemberment. Yeah, they said that were tight already. Yeah, basically, it's it's like just well, they figured out how to alter humans, specifically like body parts. So, let's say they went to a deep level. Yes, of how they want to create, and then Regal Morrison is their guinea pig. Um, he looks like more of the leader. Well, he also seems no. He seems like the guinea pig because he was saying how, how his new body parts are falling off, or no, they're just weird, or they're different, or something. That they're doing something to him. I don't know. I'm just the thing is, is that I that's going to be an interesting movie just because I mean Cronenberg. I mean, it's very few like that's a, that it's almost like you ver- like he made they made his his name into a type of description at this point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like. You know how crazy was the horror movies like Cronenberg horror, like oh wow, like his crazy body morphication already, because that's what he's become synonymous with. So yeah, he did Crash. Oh, he did uh, uh, Video Drone. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, he I does. Bo- he does like very crazy. History of Violence Scanners. I remember that one. That's one movie I'm surprised they never remade. What Scanners? Yeah. Well, let's see how this movie goes. Maybe the, the well, no, no, I mean just in general, like this. I'm always surprised about movies they decide to remake and other ones. Like, for example, it would be interesting if they brought a new version, like a new, uh, uh, well, she already has a a TV show on Netflix, but they were to bring another version of um, Elvira. Elvira? (laughs) We had our our modern day version of Elvira. Don't get me wrong, the the original Elvira is still amazing, Um, but it would just be interesting if they kind of brought that to a new... A new time. A new world. Yeah. Like, I always loved her as a character. Yeah. 
I, I I'm sure that they could reprise or have a new actress relive or reprise that role. They can find somebody. But yeah, this movie was it took me for a drive. Even I don't know what the movie's about. I just know that it's it's, it's it looks like it's uh, Kirsten Stewart exploring that world and digging into it and trying to find out. I feel more like they're, bu- they're building because there was a part in the beginning where the trailer where he's poking around in his stomach with his like visual thing, and she referenced it being a new organ, like a new type of organ. So it's almost like they figured out, they basically found God's manual when it comes to like. The way we were built, yeah, and now they're, tr- they're trying playing, to re- playing as God. They're trying to rewrite it. They're trying to like, well, how can we build these organs to be more efficient? Or how can we build better organs to do better things? Yeah, be like, oh, the how like the ability to have more lung capacity to swim better or deeper or that's what I'm saying. So it looks like they're using, like I said, they're using Regal Morgansons as a guinea pig, where they're because it looks like based on another character in the mo- in the trailer where. Yeah, you could build the organs that we already know we have, like or, or body parts that we know we have. We can build them on anybody. Ears and like there was a one guy who was just covered in ears. Yes. So they got that down. That's already part of the society. So in this case, it looks like they're trying to invent new, new body or, parts and new, for, new for organs. New, for new purposes. Exactly. So it's interesting. Let's see. It, yeah. it I think it comes out on uh what's him? June, I believe. June, yes. In theaters. But it's I'm I'm excited. I'm more excited about that one than Avatar. Really? Yes. Super I'm surprised though because like I like horror movies. I'm a little iffy when it comes to body modification, but I mean I, I wouldn't think you like those. I I do. They, they I I'm kind of squirmish because of it, like human centipede or walrus. Well, I mean mostly just well that's more just gross being gross, but like you could think about the fly, yeah, or the thing. I mean those are def- those are Cronenberg, so it's just melty body parts. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up this episode from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at from my mom's garage, or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, tell a friend, send a friend, bring a friend. See you next week.